0: are listening to Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater.
1: What song does a star sing when it's all by itself? What sound does a comet make when it's flying around? You know that the sun enjoys playing the drums. astronomy well, I roam through galaxies looking for sounds that interest me there's too many to mention if I just pay attention songs and sounds music and noise as much fun as a box full of toys songs and sounds music and noise i'll catch them all with my lasso and bring them to you i'm mary farfisa
2: It's the holiday season in outer space. Do you remember when Mary Farfisa celebrated Halloween in the inflatable forest? Well, after that came another holiday. Thanks a lotsmas. Mary and some of her outer space friends all got together for a big, Merry thanks a lotsmas dinner. Orbit Annie was there. I'll have me some more of that balupa fruit pudding. And the chief listener. Chief listener, could you pass the gravy? No, child. I was never in the Navy. Harmonia the space fairy was fluttering over the table, bringing food to her plate, which was mostly full of sweets. Who ate all the marshmallow tarts?
3: You did, Harmonia.
2: Which way was there too? Which way, in her android body, that is. Marion Briscoe had prepared a full menu of Android food just for her. The digital soup was delicious, and oh, that electric pie. They all had a very merry thanks-a-lotsmas, eating till they were stuffed and enjoying each other's company. And after the meal, everyone said thanks a lot to the universe for all the good things it has in it. But now Thanks A Lotsmas has passed and it's time for the next big outer space holiday. Giftsgiving. Giftsgiving is a time of parties and celebrations. Space travelers smile and wave and say happy giving" when they see each other. For children, the highlight of giving is the arrival of the giving tree. Every child finds a present just for him or her when they look under the gifts-giving tree. Giftsgiving is the best! It's a very exciting time in the inflatable forest when gifts-giving is approaching, and the whole forest throws a big party on the night the gifts-giving tree arrives there.
3: And guess what? I'm in the inflatable forest right now with Merkel and Crystal and Chip. And the gifts giving party is tonight. Do you see them children standing
2: on that snowy hill? There's Mary Farfisa in her round white helmet. And there's Chip and Crystal. They're from the planet Gallium and they're made of multicolored crystals but they've still got their winter coats on because it's gotten very cold in the inflatable forest. And there's Merkel. She's green and sludgy looking because, well, she's made out of green sludge. She's wearing a nice pink coat and red mittens. It never snows on slug mush, so being in the forest is quite a treat for her.
3: It was nice of you to invite all of us to the Inflatable Forest for the gifts giving party, Mary. I'm glad the three of you could come, but it was really Winter Tall who invited you. Uh, Who's Winter Tall? Chip, didn't you read the Inflatable Forest Survival Guide I sent to all of you? I skimmed it? Winter Tall is a giant, um, I mean a really tall person who's in charge of the Inflatable Forest during the winter. She's one of the Tall Sisters, the four most powerful beings in the forest. She sent me a Mary Thanks-A-Lotsmas card, and in it she wrote, I hope you'll attend our party for the gifts-giving tree's arrival. Please bring as many friends as you like. Uh, I, 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 I read the,
1: the, the, the survive, survival guide, Mary.
3: That's good, Merkel, because some of the things in it are very important to know while you're here. Like with Wintertall, the first to know about winter tall is to never call her or her three sisters giants they don't like that and the second thing to remember about winter tall is never touch her because if you do you won't thaw out until spring okay okay i don't want to touch her anyway what does winter tall look like mary she's a little scary looking because she's very very tall, and her skin is made of snow, and her clothes are made of ice. Her hair is very long and white and covered with icicles. But even though she's scary looking, she can be very nice if you don't cross her. Speaking of ice, let's find some I Want to Ice Skate. Me too. The kids were all
2: excited about the party. But they were just as excited about spending the day skating on the inflatable forest's icy ponds. So Mary and her friends all ran through the snow to the nearest pond. But when they got to the pond, it hadn't frozen over yet, even though the air was very cold.
3: That's funny. All the ponds should be frozen solid by now. Nope, the water's cold, but no ice. We can't skate here. The rubber duck pond is just over that hill. Let's go see if it's frozen. Oh, okay. There's a water troll that lives in a well, not far from the rubber duck pond. We can stop and say hello to him after we
2: skate. So they all ran over the snowy hill to the next pond. But when they got there, that pond hadn't frozen over either. bummer Hmm. Feeling disappointed, they walked a little further to say hello to the water troll. The roof of his well was covered with snow. The little bucket on a rope that was made for lowering things down into the well and bringing them back up again was full of snow too. Mary leaned over the edge of the well and called down. Hello? But there was no response. She tried again. Hello?
3: But there was still no reply. I wonder where he is. The water troll never leaves his well. Maybe he's sleeping. I want to lower the bucket down the well. Maybe the water troll will hear it and wake up.
2: Chip turned the crank that lowered the bucket down into the dark well But when it got to the water, instead of They heard Because the water inside the water troll's well was frozen
3: Well, that's funny Why would the water in the well be frozen, but not the water in the ponds? I hope the water troll's alright down there Just then, a fairy
2: with shimmering red hair flew out of the snowy woods and landed on the edge of the well. The
4: Water Troll's fine, but he'll be frozen solid till spring. Look, Crystal, it's a fairy.
3: I remember you. I met you here at the well on Halloween. The Water Troll made you some Frankenstein boots for your costume.
4: That's right. My
3: name is Pixie Mixella. Is
4: the water troll still in the water, Pixie Mixella? The water troll pretty much is the water down there. But don't worry, he likes it when he freezes. That's the only time he gets a break from making shoes. The water troll makes shoes at the bottom of the well? It's kind of his job. He
3: makes shoes for all the creatures of the inflatable forest.
4: Oh, and he's very good at it. Before he froze, he made us a uh, warm boots for winter.
3: He sounds like a ver- very ni- nice water troll. He is. The only thing is, he always asks if you want to go down the well to see his shoe factory, but you can never say yes.
4: Because if you do, well, let's just say that you'll be making our boots next season. And the season after that. And after that. And after that. Are you children here for the gifts giving party? Yes! yes!
3: I brought Merkel and Chip and Crystal with me because on their planets, they don't have gifts giving. Oh, no gifts giving. We have our own holiday though. On Gallium in the winter, Jolly Saint Pez the Dispenser visits the boys and girls. He tilts his head back and gifts pop out.
4: I see. And what about you, wee little sludgy girl? I come from Slugmash. On our holiday, we exchange
3: festive mud pies. Sludge Mudgeons sure know how to party. But
4: you don't know about the gifts giving tree. Not very much. Well, on the brightest night of the gifts-giving season, the gifts-giving tree flies to every inhabited planet and moon. It's pulled through space by eight shiny round gifts-giving ornaments. Sponnet, Bloomer, Cupcake, Lum Lum, Basket, Sheena, grapple and Tootha, the ornaments have long, graceful antlers and silvery little hooves that spit tinsel and propel the tree through the cosmos quicker than you can blink an eye. And when the gift giving tree lands and stands tall above the snow, anyone that looks beneath it will find a present just for them. The gift giving tree is like. Thanks a lot from the universe to thank everyone in it for being whatever they are. That
3: that, that that's that's so nice. It sure is. But Pixie Mixella, are you all right? I think so. What do you mean? You look funny, kind of wobbly, and and sort of wiggly, and, and I think you're getting getting smaller. I am. Oh, I am. What's the matter, Pixie Mixella? It seems I'm deflating. Deflating? Are you sure, Pixie Mixella? Oh, quite sure. All the air's c- 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 coming out out of you, like when a beach ball springs a leak.
4: Yes, we are in the inflatable forest, you know. The forest and everything in it inflates, and at other times, the forest and everything in it deflates. But Pixie Mixela, Briscoe isn't scheduled to deflate the inflatable forest until gift-giving has passed and winter is over. You're right, Mary Fafisa. The inflatable forest must have sprung a leak.
3: Briscoe lets all the air out of the inflatable forest and everybody in it? Yes. He deflates it after every season. Then he puts it in his saddlebag till it's time to blow
4: it back up again. Isn't that kind of mean? Oh, it's not mean at all. Deflating the forest doesn't harm us. We just get wobbly and wiggly and smaller, and then we fall asleep. Being deflated is when we rest and dream, and while we sleep, We dream up the next season.
3: That's in the Inflatable Forest Survival Guide, too, Chip. Well, I must have missed that part. Look, Pixie Mixella's getting smaller. I'll call Briscoe on my helmet radio. He has an Inflatable Forest Patch Repair Kit.
4: Please do that, Mary Favisa. If the forest deflates before we've had time to prepare, there'll be all sorts of trouble. I have will go tell the other fairies to prepare for deflation just in case. We should tell
3: Winter Tall what's going on, too.
4: Oh, but Winter Tall's away till evening.
3: She's getting some last-minute provisions for the party. Then we'll just have to handle the emergency ourselves. Hello? Brisco, the inflatable forest has sprung a leak.
0: I know, Mary. The alarm went off here at the inflatable house a few Mickey dots ago. I'm on my way there now.
3: Do you know where the leak is, Briscoe?
0: I'm using the leak detector scanner now. It should pinpoint the leak's location once I'm closer to the inflatable forest. There it is. The leak detection scanner found it. It's in the western portion of the forest, where the centaurs live.
3: You can patch the leak up, right?
0: Of course I can. I'm a fully licensed inflation maintenance marshal. Today, all my training will finally pay off.
3: Mary, look, all the trees around us are getting droopy. And all those big rocks are getting flat on top.
0: After I patch the leak, I'll insert the emergency inflation straw into an inflation portal and blow the forest back up to its former condition.
3: Briscoe can can blow up the whole forest with a straw? Yep, he's full of hot air.
0: Mary, I've landed in the inflatable forest, and I've officially patched the leak. That's great! Now all I have to do is blow the forest back up again. Hmm, that's strange.
3: What is it, Briscoe?
0: The leak detector has spotted another leak at the rock quarry, where the ogres live.
3: Oh, no!
0: No use blowing the forest back up again if it's got another hole in it. I'm flying off now to patch the second leak.
3: Look in the sky, it's Briscoe. He's flying to the ogre's rock quarry. Hey, that's not
2: far from here. Let's go meet him there. As Mary and her friends ran through the snow to the rock quarry, they passed some ogres. Ogres pride themselves on being big and strong. But these ogres looked saggy and lumpy, and they were only half their normal size. We're shrinking.
0: It's
3: Don't worry, ogres. We're working on getting the inflatable forest all blown up again. Hey, look! There's Briscoe.
2: Briscoe was standing not far away. There was what looked like a big purple band aid on the ground in front of him. I've patched
0: the second leak, Mary.
3: Good work, Briscoe. The inflatable forest has lost a lot of air.
0: I know. Let me get out the inflation straw. Oh,
3: no! Another.
0: This one's on the other side of the forest, in the unicorn fields. It needs to be patched up quick.
3: Right! Everyone on Briscoe!
0: What again? I can just fly over there by myself.
3: We want to watch you patch the leak, Briscoe!
0: Oh, all right, hop on.
2: All the kids hop on Briscoe and they streak off toward the
0: unicorn fields.
3: Look, Briscoe! The clouds have gotten all wobbly, too.
0: And the hills are flattening out as well. If these leaks don't stop, the inflatable forest is going to look like the inflatable pizza.
3: Maybe the whole forest will deflate and we'll get to watch Briscoe blow back up again.
0: It's not a pretty sight, kid.
3: It's not. Lots of huffing and groaning and complaining. Look down. there's, There's the unicorns. All the poor things have gotten so wobbly.
0: There's the leak. It's blowing up all the snow into the air, like a geyser.
2: Briscoe lands right next to the leak, and all of the kids jump off. They all stand around the puncture. It's blowing snow high over all their heads.
0: Chip! You're just about the size of that puncture. Would you mind sitting in it, just to plug it up while I prepare the patch? I guess so. Thanks. Just wriggle right down into it. There. You see? You've plugged it up. Good Good job, Chip. I'll get the patch ready.
3: Hey, Brisco?
0: Yes, Chip?
3: I, I think... I think I'm coming unstuck.
0: Just hold on one more Mickey Dot. I-I don't
3: think- I don't think i i, I can.
0: <laughs> well, what do you know? The pressure from that leak blue chip right up into the sky.
3: I hope he doesn't get hurt when he lands.
0: Don't worry. He's losing altitude and heading straight for the (laughs) pond.
3: Hey, it's not funny! Yes it is.
0: You see, he's fine. Now to patch this puncture.
2: Chip rejoins them, and all the kids watch as Briscoe applies another big purple patch to the forest floor. But as soon as the leak is patched, guess what
3: happens? The leak detection scanner is going off again.
0: It's showing five new leaks. They're very close to here. And they're all in that direction.
3: Well, this is crazy. It's almost like someone's causing these leaks on purpose.
0: You're right, Mary. But the only creature I know of that could actually poke holes in the inflatable forest is winter tall, and she wouldn't do that.
2: They all look in the direction that the leak detection scanner is pointing to, and they find that they can see quite far ahead, because all the hills have flattened out. Mary sees a little glimmering figure jumping up and down in the snow. <laughs>
3: it, 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 it's a kid. It's an icicle. It's an icicle kid, and look, he's in the inflatable forest
2: sure enough an icy little boy who is all pointy at the bottom is jumping up and down on the surface of the inflatable forest and each time his pointy little body comes down it pokes another hole snow is whooshing up in big jets all around him as air escapes from the punctures he's made hey Mary calls out to him.
3: Why are you doing that? You're deflating the whole forest. That's what I want to do.
0: He's running away.
2: <laughs> Briscoe and all the kids run after the pointy little figure. The ground has gotten so wobbly that it's like running on a trampoline.
3: He, he, he's really fast.
0: Mary, use your lasso.
3: Right! Got him! No, you don't. He popped right out of the lasso. Uh Uh-huh. He's too slippery to hold on to.
2: They're all so caught up in the chase that they don't notice a huge figure in a flowing white dress coming down from the sky. What is going on here? Who's that? A huge long-haired woman made of snow and ice it's Winter Tall! Why are you chasing my son? Your son? Yes. This is my son, Needle. Don't you move one inch, Needle. Stay where you are while I sort this out.
3: Esper! Um, w- Winter Tall, we're sorry that we're chasing Needle. but but he's been poking holes in the inflatable forest and we've been trying to patch them all up before the forest loses all its air. And then we saw Needle poking more holes and we asked him to stop, but he said he wouldn't. And then he said that he was going to keep poking holes till the whole forest was deflated.
2: Needle, is that true?
4: A I, can't to party.
2: I gave you plenty of warnings before I said that, Needle. I needed your help to get the season changed from fall to winter. But you didn't do anything I asked. You were supposed to put icicles on all the branches, but you didn't do it. I had to get Jack Frost to do it, even though he's retired. I told you to blow the last leaves off all the trees and make sure their colors faded. But you didn't. I had to ask the fairies. I told you to freeze the water in the water troll's well and you forgot. I had to do it myself. And I told you to have all the ponds frozen over by this morning, or I would punish you. And still you ignored me.
3: That's why I said you couldn't come to the party. That's why we couldn't find a frozen pond to skate on. That was Needle's fault too.
0: I get it. Needle can poke holes in the inflatable forest, because he's the son of Winter Tall.
3: And if the inflatable forest deflated before the gifts-giving tree got here, the tree would have sailed right on past without stopping. So just
2: because you couldn't come to the party, you wanted to ruin gifts-giving for everyone else? Yes.
0: For an icicle, he's got a hot temper.
2: Well, You will definitely not be at the gifts-giving party after this stunt, young man.
3: Um, can I make a suggestion, Wintertall?
2: It's your show.
3: Well, what Needle did was very bad. But he only did it because it meant so much to him that he'd go to the gifts-giving party. Couldn't he do something now to make up for all the bad things he did? He
2: had his chance to be good.
3: Couldn't he have another chance as as a gift?
2: I don't know.
3: Hey, if Needle got to work right now freezing the ponds, we'd have time to skate before the gift giving tree gets here. I'd like to ice skate on Slugmush. We, we, we never get to skate because
1: sludge never freezes.
3: And I brought my new pair of skates to the inflatable forest, just so I could try them out here. Please, Winter Tall. The ponds would all get frozen, and we'd all get to ice skate, and Needle could come to the party, and we'd all have a happy gift giving. Hmm. Needle, it seems our visitors
2: have a warmer heart than you or I. Should I let you attend the party if you get all the ponds frozen? I guess so. Then get busy. So, children, that's the way it happened. Needle got to work on those ponds, and he got them all frozen up pretty quickly. Briscoe got to work reinflating the inflatable forest. And Mary was right. There was a lot of huffing and groaning and complaining.
0: Oh, some holiday.
2: Mary and Merkel and Crystal and Chip spent the rest of the day ice skating and they enjoyed themselves very much. And when the gifts-giving tree arrived that night, they all found a present waiting for them beneath it. So, Mary Farfisa's gifts-giving was like most people's holidays. There was a lot of commotion and somebody acted up, but when all was said and done, everyone was glad they got together and they all had a wonderful time. Happy giving, everyone!
0: You've been listening to Merry Thanks a Lotsmas and Happy Giftsgiving, today's episode of Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater, written and produced by Jim Sheff. Starring Kara Allbach as Mary Farfisa, Nancy Andrews as the narrator, and Winter Tall. Leslie Baker as Pixie Mixola, Jim Chef as Briscoe, Ivan King as Needle, Anna Shaki as Crystal, and April Stalder as Merkel and Chip.
4: Mary
3: Farfisa and today's Mary Farfisa's Outer Space Radio Theater Adventure are copyright 2017 by Jim Sheff, All Rights Reserved.